Interoception, our sense of the internal state of our body, is not as well known as your outward facing senses, such as sight, hearing, taste, touch and smell. But it's turning out to be really important for your mental health. Our sensitivity to the interoceptive signals coming from the different organs in our body actually determines our ability to control our emotions. And neuroscience and psychology is developing new techniques that help you tune into your body and alter perception of its interoceptive signals to overcome a host of mental health problems such as anxiety and depression. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 95 of Better Brain, Better You. Hello, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb, sharing brain advice for a mentally healthy and happy life. Hi, I hope you're keeping well and thanks so much for joining me for today's episode about the importance of the hidden sense interoception for your mental health and well-being. So gut health which is actually controlled by your interoception, is intrinsically connected to your brain health. And having a healthy gut is one really important aspect of having a healthy brain. If you want to discover all of the elements of having a healthy brain, I've got a free guide for you which lays out the six steps you need to take to build a healthy brain. You can get this free brain health guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. Go ahead and grab this free guide to start taking control of your brain health now. So there's growing evidence that signals sent from our internal organs to the brain play a major role in regulating emotions and fending off anxiety and depression. So if you're sitting in a safe and comfortable position, close your eyes and try to feel your heart beating in your chest. Can you, without moving your hands to take your pulse, feel each movement and count your heart's rhythm? Or do you struggle to detect anything at all? This simple test is just one way to assess what's called your interoception. So that's your brain's perception of your body's state transmitted from receptors and all of your internal organs. So interoception may be less well known than the outward facing senses such as sight, hearing, taste, touch and smell, but it has enormous consequences for your well-being. Our sensitivity to interoceptive signals can determine our capacity to regulate our emotions and our subsequent susceptibility to mental health problems such as anxiety and depression. So it's now one of the fastest moving areas in neuroscience and psychology with a wealth of new research emerging every single month. And importantly, these findings include promising new ways for you to tune into your body and alter your perception of its interoceptive signals, techniques that may help treat a host of mental health problems. So just by listening to the heart, it seems that we can take better care of our brain. An interoceptive, interoception includes all the signals from your internal organs, including your cardiovascular system, your lungs, your gut, your bladder and your kidneys. And there's a constant communication between the brain and these viscera. So most of the processing of these signals takes place below your conscious awareness. You won't be aware of the automatic feedback between brain and body that helps to keep your blood pressure level, for instance, or the signals that help to stabilise your blood sugar levels. 
But many of these sensations, such as the tension in your muscles, the clenching of your stomach, or even the beating of your heart, can be made available to the conscious mind, at least for some of the time. And the ways, and the ways you read and interpret those feelings has really important consequences for your well-being. So we're starting to recognise interoception as a key biological mechanism for mental and physical health, where understanding our body's signals helps us understand and regulate emotional and physical states. So this idea stems from the pioneering work of Antonio Damasio. He proposed that emotional events begin with non-conscious changes in bodily states called somatic markers. So when you see an angry dog, for instance, and your muscles tense or your heart begins to race, this physiological reaction occurs before you're even aware of the emotion. It's only when the brain detects the alterations of the body's internal state through interoception that we actually experience the feeling and allow it to shape our behaviour. So without the back and forth between the brain and the body, the feelings of happiness, sadness or excitement wouldn't actually exist. But many people struggle to tune into their interoceptive signals and this can be measured through various different exercises. So you can ask someone to count their heartbeat over a minute, for example, and then compare that with the actual reading. Or you can play recordings of a regular beat and ask someone to, to say whether it's in sync with their own heart or not, or not. And in each case, people show a spectrum of responses, which seems to be related to their ability to recognise and regulate the emotions. It makes sense. If you're more adept at accurately detecting your bodily signals, you'll be able to form more nuanced interpretations of your feelings about a situation. And this, in turn, should help you to make wiser choices about the best way to respond. So such processes play a really important role in many mental illnesses. So a large group of subpeople with depression, for example, often show poorer interoceptive awareness on the heartbeat detection tasks. And for these people, the reduced ability to feel their bodily signals may lie behind their sense of lethargy and emotional numbness, the sense that they can feel nothing at all. So people with anxiety, in contrast, do report being attentive to their interoceptive signals, but they don't necessarily read them accurately. They may misinterpret a small change in heart rate as being much bigger than it really is, for example, which could lead to them to catastrophize their feelings and amplify their sense of panic. And poor interoceptive awareness can also lead to the sense of depersonalization and dissociation, which are early symptoms of psychosis and may actually be a precursor of their delusions. So interoception helps us to form our most basic sense of self, and it seems to be askew in patients with these types of mental illness. So therapies that aim to address these problems are still in their infancy, but the early signs are really promising. Interoceptive training, for example, can lower the incidence of anxiety and in some cases help people completely recover from their anxiety disorder. And it improves people's ability to recognise and decatastrophize de their bodily feelings and experiences. So mindfulness can also help to improve your interoceptive awareness as well. So there are many kinds of mindfulness, of course, and some of which play more some of which place more focus on mental experience and the appearance of thoughts. So for example, a training program that specifically encourages participants to focus on the internal sensations within sequential body areas has helped people with substance abuse problems. So this condition 
is often accompanied by poor emotional regulation, which can make it harder to avoid relapse. And crucially, many people report a sense of disembodiment that might contribute to their problems. So the therapy successfully reduces symptoms of depression and cravings, and it significantly increases abstinence. This new awareness of interoception can help us to understand why certain physical exercises can be so good for our mental health. So for one thing, regular workouts may change the nature of the signals that your brain receives. So if you're deconditioned, you're unfit from a lack of exercise, you're more likely to experience symptoms that you might associate with anxiety. Your heart will race more when you experience challenges, be it physical or emotional. And as you get fitter, and organs such as the heart become more adept, more adept at dealing with, with strain, your body will show a more resilient response to changing circumstances. Changes that could spill over into your emotional well-being. So doing exercise should lead you to be more attentive to those signals so that you're also more accurate in reading and interpreting the changes that you detect in your body. So this doesn't mean that all athletes have very high emotional regulation capacities, but they do have an advantage precisely because their interoceptive system is better attuned. And it's not just aerobic exercise that will help. Increasing evidence suggests that strength training can be, that can effectively, can be really effective at reducing feelings of anxiety. You might expect this to arise from the aesthetic improvements and the ego boost that comes from looking more toned, but the effect remains even if you control for visible changes in muscle size. So one potential explanation is that the training somehow alters the interoceptive signals we're receiving from the muscles. So by engaging with our muscles, we feel physically sturdier and more capable to deal with threats. And this bolsters our sense of self-esteem and mental resilience too. So interoceptive feedback from the muscles can tell you something unconsciously about what you can achieve in the world. So after strength training, your body feels that it can cope. And so on some level, you feel a bit more in control of life. So interoception, it seems, is one of our most important but hidden senses. Now, by paying a little bit more attention to the signals it sends to you, you may be healthier in body and in your brain. So don't forget to grab your free copy of our Brain Health Guide to learn the six steps to a healthy brain at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really do hope that today's episode was helpful for you. Take really good care of yourself and I will look forward to seeing you next time.